Good afternoon and welcome to this week's edition of Ghana in Focus with myself Kwame, Ghanaian journalist, entrepreneur and podcaster. And in this week's episode of Ghana in Focus, it's a special uh, looking at Ghana, Africa and freedom because today is May 25th, uh, which is Africa Day for those of you who are not aware of this. Today is Africa Day. And so uh, on the 25th of May 1963, at the first meeting of African Heads of State at the Addis Ababa, at the organization called the Organization of African Unity, today is called the AU, <coughs> Nkrumah did a historic speech marking the fact that 32 African countries uh, by then, 1963, had won their political independence. But before I get onto the notion of what it means to have Africa Day and the whole liberation movement, uh, Ghana under Kwame Nkrumah was at the forefront of the establishment of the Organization of African Unity. Let's not forget that when Ghana had attained its political independence on March the 6th, 1957, Kwame Nkrumah said that the independence of Ghana is meaningless and it is linked to the total liberation of the African continent. So what did Nkrumah mean by that? So by that he meant that Ghana alone could not function in or on a continent that was still under the yoke of white uh, domination imperialism. And this is why after Ghana attained its political independence in March 1957, Nkrumah organised the All-Africa People's Party in Accra in 1958, where the likes of African freedom fighters like Kumuzu Banda of what was called Malawi, Mugabe of uh, Zimbabwe, uh, Patrice Lumumba of the Congo, Jomo Kenyatta, Amika Kabal of Guinea-Bissau, Modibakita of Mali and other great African leaders met at this conference to see how these countries that were surrounding Ghana could attain their political uh, independence from Western uh, colonial shackles. And so fast forward uh, the 25th of May, 1963, as a result of the hard work that Nkrumah did to galvanize the spirits of those African liberation fighters that I've just mentioned, not by just talking, but also Nkrumah uh, funded their drive to get the colonists out of their land. So this is why Ghana played under Nkrumah a pivotal role in the formation of the Organization of African Unity, OAU. Also, let's not forget 
that His Majesty Hei Selassie also played a great role. This is even why uh, Ethiopia, Addis Ababa in particular, was made the HQ of the African Union because Ethiopia symbolizes a great, important role in African history. Because let's not forget, people talk about Egypt, the classical civilization of Egypt, which, by the way, was not the first civilization, but became the most classical civilization because Arabs and Europeans want to take Egypt away from us. Let's not forget that it is said by other African historians that Ethiopia is the mother of Egypt. What does that mean? That Ethiopia came before Egypt. Egypt came after Ethiopia. So Ethiopia plays a monumental role in African history. And this is why with uh, Haile, His Majesty Haile Selassie I, that Ethiopia, particularly Addis Ababa, became the HQ of the African Union or the organization of African Unity. And so, uh, just to highlight what Nkrumah, some of what speech that he made on the 25th of uh, May 1963, Nkrumah said that on, the, on this continent, it has not taken as long to discover that the struggle against colonialism does not end with the attainment of national independence. He said, independence is only the prelude to a new and more involved struggle for the right yeah, of African people to conduct our own economic and social affairs, to construct our society according to our aspirations, unhampered by the crushing and humiliating neo-colonialist controls and interference. Nkrumah also went on to say that no sporadic act of pious resolution can resolve our present problems. Nothing will, have, nothing will be of avail except the United Act of the United Africa. We have already reached the stage where we must unite or sink into that condition which has made Latin America the unwilling and distressed prey of imperialism after one and a half centuries of political independence. Nkrumah goes on to say, as a continent, we have emerged into independence in a different age, with imperialism growing stronger, more ruthless and experienced, and more dangerous to its international sensations. Our, in terms of Africa's economic advancement, demands the end of colonialist and neo-colonialist domination in Africa. And so, finally, he goes on to say, the unity of our content, no less than our separate independence, will be delayed if indeed we do not lose it by hobnobbing with colonialism. African unity is above all a political kingdom which can only be gained by political means. The social and economic development of Africa will come only with political kingdom not the other way around. The United States of America, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics as it was then, were the political decisions of revolutionary peoples before they became mighty realities of social power and material wealth. So by talking like this, Nkrumah overscored the need to have a United States of Africa 
and what the United States of Africa really meant. Because today, even though we have our so-called independent states, they're not really independent. Because in my other podcast, Is Ghana Really Independent? I highlighted to you, the listeners, in that podcast, nuances and anomalies that stated that Ghana was not independent, but dependent. Yeah? So if a country like Ghana can find itself being a dependent country, then what have you, the whole continent, made up of 55 nation states? So, on this day, Africa Day, we must remind ourselves of the huge sacrifices that our ancestors made. Yeah, the great people like Kwame Nkrumah, his master, Her Selassie, uh, Namdi Ezekwe, uh, the great, even, even the great Marcus Garvey who in, of Jamaica, who inspired Nkrumah to be the ardent Pan-Africanist that he became because Nkrumah stated of all the books that he he read whilst he was in the West, it was the book by Marcus Garvey, the philosophies and opinions of Marcus Mosiah Garvey that stayed Nkrumah up the most. And so all these people and also great African women because let's, let's not forget that African women also played a role in days gone by for our freedom as African people. So the likes of Nanaya Santua of Ashanti, Queen Nzinga of Angola, Queen Nehenda of Zimbabwe, Queen Amina of Hauserland, Queen Hatchet Sut, Queen Cleopatra, Queen uh, Taya of Ethiopia, Hatchet Sut of, 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 of ancient Egypt, what we call Kemet. All these great queens played a monumental role in shaping uh, the African continent as we see it today. So if it wasn't for them, those great women, those great men, we wouldn't be here today. And so today as Africa Day, we have to reflect on, the, like I said, the great sacrifices that was made by our ancestors, but also to reflect that we, the current generation, have a great role to play to bring about the United States of Africa, that people like Nkrumah, Selassie, Gabriel, Lumumba, Ezekwe, Nasser and others had fought and died for. Because today, right now, the United States of Africa, which was first come by Marcus Garvey, is something that is needed today more than ever part of our history. Because right now, today, Africa has no say in world affairs. Even though we have the world's resources, all the resources that the West, China, India and Russia and others need for their survival, all these resources are found in Africa, but yet we don't have a say at the table. Look at the United Nations, we don't have a say. Look at the World Health Organization, we don't have a say. Look at the G20. We don't have a great say, apart from South Africa. Yeah? So it tells us that Africa, despite the fact that we have 60% of the world's valuable resources, like titanium, like cobalt, 
like Coltan, used to make the iPhones, the smartphone, the electric cars, yeah, the gold, the silver, the diamonds, tea, coffee, cocoa, used to make the chocolate that everyone eats, yeah, the coffee that you see in Starbucks and Costa Coffee and other coffee shops. Most of the coffee comes from Africa, yeah? If you look at lithium-ion batteries, that is used to make electric cars, like you got the Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos cars that they use. These are made with African raw materials, yeah? Despite this, despite Africa being the breadbasket of the world, believe it or not, we don't have a say at the table. Why? Because Africa is not united. And today, this day, Africa Day, we need to make a conscientious effort to realise the, the dream, you could say, that the ancestors like Kwame Nkrumah, Paji Mumba, Jomo Kenyatta, Namdi Ezekwe, Amika Brown and others had for the United States of Africa because it is only when we come together as one people, yeah, because, yeah, because even Nkrumah said, at that conference in 63, that we are not Ghanaians, we are not Nigerians, we are not Togolese, we are not uh, Jamaicans, we are not African-Americans, we are Africans. That is how the world looks upon us. See what happened in Ukraine? Ukraine did not make a decision between who is a Jamaican, who is a Nigerian, who is a Zimbabwe, who is a Kenyan student. They said that you're black, and as long as you're black, you can't get out of Ukraine first. White people must get out of Ukraine first. So the world sees us. Look up in China, Wuhan, in terms of this COVID thing. They said that Africans brought uh, COVID to China and they didn't make a decision between a Ghanaian, a Jamaican, a Zimbabwean, a Kenyan, a Togolese. No, they didn't. So the whole world sees us as African or black. So we must see ourselves as African and black. And this is why Africa Day today, the 25th, of May is a culturally significant historical day for all African people because this is a day that we must remember the huge sacrifices of those that came before us and that how we now must use all our verve, use all our effort, use everything that we have to ensure that A, that the legacy of those great ancestors that I've just mentioned were not in vain. And that more importantly, the future generations, those young people who are here now and those who are yet to be born, have a better life than what we inherited and then what our ancestors uh, left for us. So this is why Africa Day is very, very important because I've told you the role Ghana under Asajjava played. I've also told you why, as the African people, African continent, we are not liberated, yeah? And also what we need to do, what we must do to realise that goal those ancestors have of the united Africa. Because when we look all over the world, you have the Europeans, they're united. Look, the Europeans, you know, united in their continent of Russia in the war in Ukraine. They're supplying arms. America is united. 52 states, and also they're, they're, they are helping their white cousins in Europe fight off the Russians. Look at Asia, you know, India, China, 
Southeast Asia, Korea, Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand, Vietnam, they're all united, Malaysia, they're all united. You look at South America, Brazil, Argentina, Uruguay, Paraguay, they're all united. It's only we as African people who are not united. Why? Because we've used religion, whether it's Christianity, whether it's Islam, whether it's uh, Hebrew, Jewism, to come amongst us to think that we are not African, but we are Muslim, Christian, think first. No. We are African people first. When George Floyd was killed, he wasn't killed because he was a Muslim or a Christian. He was killed because he was African. Just the other day, in New York State, Buffalo, when that white boy murdered those 10 African people, he didn't ask him, were you Christian, were you Muslim? He just saw African people. And because of his anti-African hatred, he killed African people. He killed them in cold blood. Yeah? So we must get rid of these labels. You know, I'm a Rasta. I'm a Muslim. I'm a Jehovah's Witness. I'm a Christian. I'm a this. I'm that. No. We are black or we are African people. That's it. And that's how we should see ourselves. And that's what we need to come together under that commonality. That we are black, that we are African, and that we need to work to, in the collective interest to come together to form a united Africa for our benefit and for the benefit of our children and our children's children. So I'm not going to go any more deep into it, but just to use this opportunity to remind us of the great sacrifices that our ancestors made in order for you and I to be here in the spirit of Ubuntu. I am because we are, because I am, because they were. So we, the common generation, have must have it within ourselves to bring about and work towards the United States of Africa. And this is why it's a great thing that the African content of featured area has begun and that we are now for the first time in three to four hundred years doing business amongst ourselves because we, we've got to trade amongst ourselves because at the moment Africa only has two percent of the world trade but yet we are 60 percent of owners of the raw materials so it's a great idea that the African continental future day has happened it's happening and that gives us as African people the right to do business with each other. And it not, does not include just the content. We can do business with our, our brothers and sisters in America, in Canada, in the UK, in mainland Europe, in South America, even in Australia. We can do business with black people all over the world. With the advance of technology, via the internet, we can do business together online. Yeah? So we don't need to be physically there we can do business online with each other to realize this goal of the united African people. And so we must, as Nkrumah said, we must begin to change our minds from that of a colonial people to that of a free, proud, sovereign people. And so this day, May 25th, let us be proud that we are Africans. Let no one deceive us into thinking that, oh, you know, Africa is a bad shame. Marcus Garvey said that 
Blackness is not a badge of shame, but it is a badge of honor. Yeah, and that's African people globally, wherever you are, whether you're in America, Canada, UK, Germany, Denmark, Australia, uh, Qatar, wherever you are, you are an African. And we must be proud of our African identity and of our African heritage. But more importantly, work in the collective interests of us to bring about the fruition of the United States of Africa as our ancestors envisaged. And so on this Africa Day, I wish you happy Africa Day and let us all work in the spirit of brotherhood and sisterhood to bring about the United States of Africa. And so thank you for listening to this special podcast. This has been Guardian Focus with myself, Kwame, Guardian broadcaster, journalist, podcast and entrepreneur. And we'll see you in the next edition of Guardian Focus. And don't forget that we started the consultancy. If you want to relocate to Ghana, you want more advice about business opportunities, about the Ghana card, about property, renting, landing Ghana, please email ahodwo at gmail.com to book a consultancy and to see how we can help you relocate to Ghana. Thank you very much, and we'll see you in the next edition of Ghana in Focus.